Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? You are listening to The Big Cruise Podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode 107 of The Big Cruise Podcast. My name is Baz, and I'm your host. And it's with great pleasure that we bring you yet another episode. And of course, these episodes are only possible uh, with the help of you, our listeners, who very kindly support us through Buy Me A Coffee. And this week, we'd like to shout out and thank Randy in Ann Arbor in the US of A, uh, who very kindly donated a number of coffees to us, and uh, that will certainly help uh, keep the podcast on air. If you're not familiar with Buy Me A Coffee, there is an advert somewhere within the podcast, which will explain the the whole process, but it's simply like Patreon, where you can support your favorite YouTuber uh, along those lines there. So thank you to everybody who has supported in the past, and uh, particularly this week to Randy, who supported us last weekend. So thank you. Um, We've got uh, quite a short show this week, actually. There's not an awful lot of cruise news around, uh, but we did want to acknowledge that um, there is some news in the media down here in Australia that uh, Coral Princess does have some cases of COVID on board. Now, if you're elsewhere in the world, you probably think, well, who cares? Um, but of course, the media down here is a little different when it comes to cruise ships. Uh, they tend to blame us, blame cruise ships for everything. Um, but it's been very well handled. There is a number of cases within the crew um, which have been isolated and handled exceptionally well. And just a handful of cases in the passengers, which yet again have also been handled very, very well. So uh, it's uh, all the protocols are working. It's uh, doing as it should do, as it has done elsewhere in the world prior to that. And we just look forward now to uh, to getting on and bringing more and more cruise ships down as we head into uh, the wave season. Chris will be joining us in just a second. He's got a great little uh, list of questions which will answer as part of Maritime History. Then, as I say, we will jump straight into cruise news. So uh, let's get this show started. And thank you once again for listening. And of course, it's always great to catch up in person with uh, our great friend and maritime historian, Chris Frame. Chris, welcome back to the show, mate. Thanks so much. It's great to be back. It is. And nice. of course, you went solo last week. You were sailing solo. Thanks yeah, for that. Nice to see you back, Baz. So, um, yeah, I'm sure everyone's wondering, what, what happened? Ah, with the houseboat. Yeah, so, 
They, as you recall, probably about 10 days ago, there was really bad storms, uh, particularly down south. Yes. And the houseboat sustained some damage. And we got a message from the owner of the houseboats um, overnight. I think this was on Thursday. We were supposed to be getting on on the Friday, saying, unfortunately, there's a bit of a problem. It's got to go in for major repairs. And (laughs) you have no houseboats. Uh, she was so good, like she's offered us a future holiday oh, bonus, and so yeah. it, it, like, it's not completely like beyond their control. So uh, we didn't get to go on the houseboat. Like um, you did have a you did have a weekend off, which was I did. nice. Yes, yes, yes. So it was good. Yeah, and, that's good. Uh, you did well with the show, so thanks for that. But we're back, yes. and we've got a whole highest heap of... rated show in history. I would say, <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> um, but it's nice to have you back, and we're out live in person again with a, on a wet and rainy day. Speaking of, of storms, so yeah, but it's so good it's, it's to be here with a coffee. So thank you. It is. So we'll start off with a bit of a maritime history. But yeah, I hear you had a question directly from. Uh, one of your YouTube followers, uh, Georgie, wanted to know why was piano, sorry, why was piano's old ship called Fair Princess? Doesn't that normally refer to a princess ship? Yes, exactly, and it was a good question. And actually, I've had that question a few times before. So, um, if you want the if you want the quick answer, it's because the ship was originally well was at one point in its in its career a princess ship. Right. But um, the extended version for mm-hmm. those of you who like the maritime history. Um, P&O in Australia um, was sort of P&O Holidays, which is what it was called back in the in the 80s. It yep. was formed out of Sitma Cruises, and it had a, a ship that Sitma had been operating called the Fair Star. And all of the Sitma um, ships, up until Sitma was acquired by by Princess, um, they had Fair in their name. So okay. there was Fair Fair Star, Fair Princess, um, uh, Fair Sea and other plans yep. for um, other ships that they were going to be building at the time, which were going to have that fair name in it. Right. So that was kind of like their naming convention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Fair Star kept her name um, when she was um, operating in Australia. And the Sitmar Cruises also had a, a fleet of, um, of ships that used to be Cunard Express liners mm-hmm. that, that they'd um, refurbished and turned into cruise ships yep, yep. and one of those ended up going across well two of those actually ended up going across to, to princess cruises and one of them was renamed the fair princess oh. when she went to to princess cruises so fair princess sailed with princess cruises for throughout the um throughout the 80s uh you can you can find uh, photos and video of her online and she has the the princess sea witch on her funnel yeah, yeah. very traditional sort of looking ship with the with the ocean liner style hull but then they built up the the superstructure in a more cruise line style. Okay. Um, had removed all the old masts and rigging and that sort of stuff and turned it into a bit more of a modern appearance. Three right. swimming pools towards the back, that sort of thing. Um, and she sailed successfully with them until Fairstar was retired um, in the 1990s, 1997, mm-hmm. I think it was. Yep. Uh, and uh, P&O uh, Holidays, or now P&O Australia, uh, needed a replacement ship. And so the Fair Princess was, was brought across as right. the replacement ship. Now, Fairstar made sense to keep the fair name because yeah. that was what people were familiar with at the time and so fair princess was given a, an, an aussie refit um she was actually given the buff colored funnel okay. for her time here yeah, yeah. Um, and some of the interior spaces were australianized like there was an aussie pub put on board and that yeah. sort of thing uh, and she sailed with them until um, she was actually replaced by the pacific sky oh wow which interestingly enough baz was originally built as the sky princess for sitma Ah. So P&O Australia has had a long connection with, yeah, yeah. with those SIPMA ships. Um, Pacific Sky was obviously a SIPMA ship. Um, Pacific Pearl yep. was originally yep. built as a SIPMA ship. The last one that actually was named for a SIPMA 
um, name, but of course entered service with um, uh, with Princess. Yep. Um, the uh, Pacific Dawn and Pacific Jewel were designed by Sitma, mm -hmm. so a long connection there that um, is kind of linked in with that fair Princess name, and, and that's the reason why because she wow. had that um, Princess heritage, but also that fair star, uh, that um, Sitma heritage. So brilliant, interesting little connection there, uh, Georgie. So thank you for yeah, reaching thanks out. for sending that through to Chris directly. We did. Uh, including in the podcast, which is great. Thank you for that. And of course, thanks to Chris for answering that. Um, we're going to have a quick break, Chris, and then we'll be back with the latest cruise news from around the world. Sounds good. Be sure to share the podcast on your favourite social media channels. Hello, it's me again. Just wanted to thank those of you that have supported us via Buy Me A Coffee. Um, if you're not familiar with that uh, system, it's a little bit like Patreon, where you can support your favourite YouTuber or artist. Um, we use Buy Me A Coffee, which is basically because we love coffee. Um, and in a nutshell, you can donate the cost of a coffee, about four Australian dollars, or multiple coffees if you prefer. Um, and in return, you receive priority access to all of the podcasts. So it doesn't matter where you listen to your podcast. If you support us via Buy Me A Coffee, you will receive an email every week um, just saying the new podcast is live and available. Here's the link or listen to it in your favourite podcast. And uh, it gets to you about... 12 to 24 hours before anybody else gets access to it so it's a, a great little bonus there and uh, once again it's about four Aussie dollars um, one coffee multiple coffees you decide but every little donation is greatly appreciated and just a reminder you can find the link uh, to buy me a coffee in the show notes on the website and uh, also via the buy me a coffee app thanks in advance so chris we've got some awards that have been given out uh, most uh, recently by Travel and Leisure. And the first one is actually a sister brand to Penant Cruises. Who's taken out the small ship Ocean Cruise Line category? It's Paul Gauguin Cruises, Baz. Um, voted number one small ship for the Ocean Cruise Lines. Oh, wow, okay. Because of course they're famous out in the, uh, in the South Pacific, over in Tahiti, Polynesia, etc. Uh, small ship experience with only 330 guests. Mm. And uh, whilst we Top do still talk about Polonc quite a lot. We, we don't talk about Paul again that much, actually. No, and they've got a top score of 96.59, and I'm assuming it's out of 100, so yeah, pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, so, um, so well done to the team there. And now, in, this, this ship has, has been, has been uh, given a, a significant refit, actually. Yeah. Um, 330 guests. It's uh, had a, a new sort of interior put into it, uh, many private balconies on board, so... I think that that's sort of a reflection of their uh, revitalized experience. Yeah, and what I really love about this brand is, you know, every cruise line tries to say that they're making a connection with the destination, but with Paul Gagan, they actually have Tahitian hosts on board that bring Polynesia mm. actually onto the ship, and you can do anything from traditional songs and handicrafts and things with uh, people that are actually residing mm. on the vessel and, and passing on their traditional techniques, which is great. But even throughout the pandemic, they stayed in that sort of region for quite a long time, didn't mm -hmm. they? And, yeah. and, and offered some support to the local area as well. Exactly, so. yeah. Um, staying with the awards category, Viking has also taken out uh, the top award for ocean cruising uh, for a particular category of 307.99 and also river cruising, I believe, Chris. Yes, exactly. And, you know, Viking has that, um, that ocean cruising fleet, but is also renowned for its river cruising fleet, which I think actually it was first, first known for yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Viking Cruise Line. So great to see them doing well in both of those categories. Yeah, they've also taken out another category from a different award, for, for this time with Condé Nast. Mm -hmm. uh, so I believe, this is a record, this is the first time a cruise line has taken out the top award in, in both, both publications. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. So yeah. they must be um, cheering and having Pretty a, happy, I would a say. big smile on their faces, I'm sure. <laughs> now let's come closer to home now. Um, we've got s some great news out of P&O Cruises Australia. They're widening their horizon. They're off further afield than Australia. Where are they heading to, Chris? They're heading to Fiji on the Fijian Adventure Cruise. But they're going to be um, making a little bit of uh, local cruise history here. 
uh, because Pacific Explorer will be the first ship to visit Auckland and two ports in Fiji following the resumption of cruising in the region. Yeah, so we've been waiting for this, obviously. We've been able to cruise in our, our own back garden for a little while. Mm. Now it's time to go that little bit further afield. It's New Not, Zealand opening up again, exciting. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Pacific Explorer will be uh, visiting Auckland on the 12th of August and then following on to uh, Fiji on the 15th and 16th of August. On this particular cruise, they're not able to do their scheduled calls at Mystery Island in Umea. Um, that will come at a later date as things are still uh, unwrapping over there. Yeah. Um, but it's great to see that we are able to go that little bit further and uh, venture where PO has done so for a long time out in the South Pacific. Yeah, it's, it's interesting actually linking back to that maritime history point that um, Mystery Island or Baranawatu and New Caledonia were some of those ports that PO pioneered, particularly yeah. with ships like um, Fair Princess. So yeah. um, seeing it sort of on the radar there in the future but also the return to Fiji and um, New Zealand is really important for P&O cruises. And important to the, the economies of those towns and villages as well. Um, staying with P&O Australia, we've had a little sneak peek at uh, some of the beautiful interiors on mm. the new Pacific Encounter. I'm going to include some of the photos actually because they look really good. Yeah, they do, don't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah. Um, and and, and reminiscent a little bit of some of the work that was done on Pacific Explorer, which we, we so enjoyed when we were on board just recently. Yeah, yeah. So you've got the iconic uh, hotel, of course, this yep. time called the Encounter, Encounter hotel. hotel. Yep. Um, and that was such a great venue on Pacific Explorer, so I, I think it's going to be fantastic on Pacific Encounter as well. You know, that's where you have your, um, your pub, uh, pub style drinks and that sort of thing, but also live music and the dance floor. Yeah. And, uh, Reminds me kind of like of an Aussie beachfront pub. Yeah, for, for it's like word. the pub you'd find at the uh, at the bottom of the hotel in an oldish style hotel by the beach. Yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. kind of how I how I put it. Exactly. So that's up on deck seven. Uh, they're also including some signature spaces which we have also experienced, like the bonded store and yeah. the blue room. Yeah, the bonded store um, is kind of like a little bit of a, a smaller, uh, hidden away yeah. sort of place, isn't it? You can actually walk past it. And not it. Yeah. So um, and it's it's great for cocktails and and, and whiskey drinkers and lovers of gin. Yep. Um, the blue room is is the um, sort of uh, the nightclub, I suppose, on board the ship, but it's also yeah. like a pub drink or a bar during the dates. This kind of has the vibe of a jazz bar, I think. Doesn't yeah, it? yeah, jazz bar. This one here is. Um, uh, has been modelled after New, a kind of a New Orleans speakeasy kind of yep. style, so um, that's pretty cool. But it's got um, obviously featuring Australian live music and that mm -hmm, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. We've then got the Ocean Bar, which is very popular as well. That's kind of the living room of the ship. Yeah. We've also got the lobby down on deck five, where there's a few different bars and cafes and things around there. Uh, but one area that I'm really looking forward to is upon deck 18, and that's the altitude. Yes, that's the the big um, risen uh, bar pub. Yeah, area that kind of overlooks the stern of the ship. Yeah, if you're looking at the ship and you can see what I would refer to as a shopping trolley handle, yeah. like the bar well, at the top. It's like a spoiler as well, like <laughs> yeah, on the back yeah. of a car. <laughs> but a yeah, you're right, the shopping trolley handle is a really good um, analogy. <laughs> and so that's where they put the, the altitude, and it's got great views over the aft and uh, the, the ship and the ocean, of course, and yeah. it will be very, very popular. Of course, Pacific Encounter will be arriving in Sydney, first of all. She's arriving here next month. And then we'll be heading up to Brisbane, where she will be home ported for yeah. the season. Very, very She'll be the largest ship to be based in Australia. Piano Australia's largest ship when she comes into service, over 100,000 tons. So, mm. um, considerable size difference there from the ones that she's replaced. Yeah, and she'll be sailing for the first time with guests on the 20th of August on a seven-night cruise out of Brisbane. Sounds great, doesn't it? it does does. Now uh, MSC are pushing the boundaries for families once again. Now we did touch on this for a different ship a couple of weeks ago, but I've included this because I think there's a few areas that you are going to like, Chris. Mm. We're talking about MSC Seascape. Seascape, yeah. Yep. And uh, I think uh, Lego is probably going to be <laughs> uh, your 
your thing. There's two dedicated Lego rooms uh, with uh, areas for three to six and ages seven through to 11. Oh, isn't and that fantastic? Yeah, I think it's going to be incredibly popular. We've got specific teenage areas as well for 12 to 17 years oh. of age. And this has kind of got three different zones. You've got a future zone where it's all about technology. You've got the chill out zone. Yeah. And you've got a different area for music. Music, yeah. So there's also that. some interactive game shows, which I like the look of. Uh, what's, the, what's this breaking the wall all about, Chris? Well, it's a high tech um, game. Uh, people standing in front of a giant technical, technological wall, rather. Um, and it, it throws surprise tests that you, you have to perform on stage. So it sounds <laughs> like an a, sort of a, a digital, visual, interactive uh, masterpiece there. <laughs> um, and then there's, um, uh, there's a series of other games as well. And then they've also mentioned their Cabin 12006, which is a secret game inspired by um, MSC's original Cabin 12006 web series that they were doing. Yep. Uh, so that's pretty, pretty exciting. And then uh, a game based around beating the music. Wow. So it's a, a, a music-based, app-based game that you can play on board the ship as well. Yeah. Um, speaking of Lego, uh, I've actually got a, a colleague in the office that I, that I work um, at that has, um, has finished the Lego Titanic. Bass. Oh, really? Yeah, it's huge, this thing. Oh, wow. It even has the engines that, when you turn the propellers, the engines move around. So um, here on um, Seascape, they do say you can become a Lego master. Maybe you can oh. build yourself a model of the Seascape with wow. the Lego on board. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge put down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then last in the news this week, we've got some news from Swan Hellenic. Of course, we talked about um, them acquiring their, their ship, which was uh, very much uh, welcomed. Um, but this time we're talking about uh, Vega, which is their second ship, and they've just done the christening, I believe. They have, yes. The wife of Swan Hellenic CEO has, has christened the ship. And after her naming ceremony, she's actually set sail for the Arctic, as you mentioned. Mm. Yeah. The ship's got the PC-5 eye strength and hull, Baz, which allows her to do those Arctic voyages with, uh, with ease. Uh, and she's a 10,600-tonne uh, ship, so, you know, small ship by today's standards, of course, yeah, yeah. But, um, but specially designed for that particular type of voyage. Yeah, 76 spacious staterooms and suites, 152 guests, 120 crew, and she'll, she'll be very welcomed everywhere she, she visits. Absolutely. Now that's all for cruise news, but just a little recap, you did put out a great new video last week of our time on board p of course. Yes, I did, yes. Yeah. So uh, it's, a, it's a, I wouldn't say deck by deck, it's a room by room tour of, mm -hmm. um, of uh, Pacific uh, Explorer, um, going through the different parts of the ship, so from dining options to accommodation to yeah. um, entertainment on board the ship and what you can do on the top deck and the p edge experience. So yeah, that's a great you know, hopefully people enjoy that and uh, it's, um, you know, if you're having a you look at the pictures that Baz has put up of Pacific Encounter, but you want to sort of know what the vibe is like, then maybe check yeah. the video out. Yeah, that's good. Good, yeah. good call. And I hear you're off on some secret squirrel business in the next couple of weeks. You're here heading off uh, to get to yeah. the lowdown on a couple of cruise lines. So yeah, I look forward I am. to weaving that back into the show I've as got well. Got something exciting to report on NCL in the next few weeks. So yeah, that'll be cool. And. Uh, um, I won't be I won't be available next week for That's the okay. for the podcast. You might have to fly solo yourself, okay. or, or we might have a break. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I'll be back the week after with um, some news. Sounds about great. What's going on? So yeah. Perfect. Thanks, Chris, as always, and we'll see you next time. That's all for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Until next time, bon voyage.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.